involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand. When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply. And I just need to know who is willing to stand. can't be what you do. It has to be who you are. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show with us today. Thank you for joining us. JC's actually here. JC's working as the, the coordinator, the commander behind the scenes, making sure everything's working right, because we don't have like a real legit studio when we're on the road. And JC, I don't know if you guys know this about him, but he's, he's, he's like an anal retentive perfectionist kind of guy when it comes, <laughs> I'm looking at him, uh, anal retentive kind of perfectionist guy when it comes to sound and all the stuff that you see. I'm not dishing him. I think that's great. And he, he wants you guys to have the best experience possible. So I want you to know he's there and everybody that's waving at him right now. It's a constant battle. He says, I, I don't know if they can maybe even hear you if they chime in over there, but, uh, everybody that's waving to you, him over there in the chat room, I am, uh, gonna, I'm sharing with them there. See, I'm not lying. He's right there. <laughs> but if you see me looking down, it's because my laptop is in my lap and I am in this chair in the hotel room and, uh, giving you the best show that we can from where we are, uh, broadcasting today all over the globe. Uh, we have Fredonia, Kansas. We have, uh, Indiana, Tacoma. You know, who's in Fredonia? Who's in Fredonia? <laughs> like I said, we have Indiana. We have West Virginia. Wenatchee, Washington, southern middle of Tennessee, Hartford, Connecticut, SoCal, Stockton, California. Uh, just so much Chad. Chad says uh, JC is the best. Yep, yep. Richland, Virginia, East Texas, Fort Worth. Hey, Chad, waving to you. We are in Dallas, so we're just like probably a good good stone throw away now. Uh, what else do we have here? Georgia, Sacramento, California, Beaumont, Texas. Look, Beaumont, you know what Beaumont is, JC? Beaumont is the home of Bluebell ice cream. The home of Bluebell ice cream. Yes. Susan, Susan City, California. That's a new one to me. What about you, JC? You know that? Oh, my old stomping grounds, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I lived there, Joe, for three 
years. San Antonio, Texas, Central, Oregon. Hey, people rights country. Jonesboro, Tennessee, Northern California. Is there a state that's not represented in our chat room today? I don't think so. We are everywhere. Uh, have I seen the letter? <laughs> have I seen the letter to DeSantis to stop the Capitol Police Office, JC? <laughs> I'm laughing because I wrote the letter. There you go. So the letter that's in in DeSantis's hand uh, to stop the Capitol Police is a letter that I wrote. So there you have it. If you want to see it, uh, pardon me. So I've seen it. I've seen it because I wrote it. Uh, if you want to see it yourself, let me show you where to go for that. I can share that right now. Wow, that's really loud, JC. Um, let's see. Share screen. Here we go. Uh, all right. So if you go to chrisannhall.com, and that's what you're seeing right now, the main page, chrisannhall.com. Now watch. If you scroll down, right? There you have it. Latest articles. Stop this intrusion upon Florida law and constitution. Letter to Florida Governor DeSantis to stop Capitol Police. And there I've given the article about the Capitol Police. Um, and then I've given the email address and the mailing address for uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. I even give you a link where you can download and print the letter yourself. But there it is right there on your screen. That's the whole letter right there. Uh, I understand that there might be some variations of the letter floating around other places, which is really cool um, because uh, Pamela, Pamela's like, I thought that was you, Chris Ann. Yep, Pamela, that was me. Uh, there are variations of the letter floating around with the same important information in it. And I'm not really concerned about the credit. Uh, sometimes I wonder if maybe if my name's on things, it might actually diminish its credibility, given the attacks that we've had and the fact that Florida legislators don't like me very much. So I, I don't put my name on those things because I want other people to take them, to adapt them, to make them their own. And the more people who send out this word, the better. And frankly, let me just tell you, I don't care if you live in Florida or not, you should be sending DeSantis this letter because one of two things is going to happen. One of two things is going to happen. Either DeSantis is going to tell the Capitol Police no, which in that letter, I actually prove the authority of the governor to do this by constitution, by law, right? So right here, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17. Uh, I also cite Federalist 39 and 51, which is from a U.S. Supreme Court case that they've adopted, 2 U.S.C. 2. Uh, all of these things are legal and constitutional justifications for the governor to tell the uh, Capitol Police, no. And so one of two things has happened. Governor DeSantis is going to tell them no, or he's going to let them in. If he tells them no, there will be a precedent set across America for governors to say no to this. This is a federal police force that is being thrown in your face. Why do they want Capitol Police? Why? Why can't they just do that from Washington, D.C. and work with our law enforcement to do their investigations? I'll tell you exactly why. Because once they get here, here's what they're going to do. They're going to claim they do not have to follow Florida Constitution. 
and they're going to claim because it's a national security interest, they don't have to follow the U.S. Constitution. And by those claims, what they're going to do is circumvent your rights. They'll be arresting people without warrants, seizing property without warrants. They're going to be throwing people into jail without charges and holding them without bonds. And if you have this in your county, you will have no control of these people. Why is the sheriff elected? Why is the sheriff elected? So you control them. Why is the chief of police appointed by an elected official? So you can control them. Why does the Capitol Police want to be in your town? Because you have no direct control over the Capitol Police because they're elected by no one there. They are actually the standing army from the federal government, a foreign force in your country. They will be no different than you and blue hat soldiers on your soil because they have no obligation to you. They have no uh, attachment to you and you have no control over them. So I don't care if you live in Florida or not, you need to send this letter or a variation of this letter to DeSantis and tell them, hey, I live in Tennessee. You need to give my governor a backbone. I live in California because guess what, California, they're coming to your state too. They're coming to your state too. There's two places, California and Florida. You need to send this letter. I live in Texas. I don't want this in Florida because I don't want you setting the standard for it to go everywhere else because either DeSantis will say no and it'll set that standard or he'll say nothing at all and popcorn all over America these tyrannical tyrannical troops will be in your town tyrannical troops in your town guarantee it so once again I'll put this up here chrisannhall.com right Go to chrisannhall.com. You can go to chrisannhall.com. You scroll down to the articles. It'll be the most recent article on the left. Give you the letter to send to DeSantis. This has to be done now. Yes, faithful joy. The sheriff can tell the Capitol Police not to come in their county. However, Hillsborough County, where Tampa rests, does not have a sheriff. Who's going to do that? So we must tell the governor to do it because the Hillsborough County Sheriff will not. So guess what? This is where the governor has to fill in the gap when you have an unconstitutional sheriff. So there you have it. I've given you the tools. I've given you all the credibility that uh, all the credible information that you need. I don't care where you are in these United States. Send this letter to DeSantis right now. And thank you for bringing that up. I'm really, you know, can I tell you, I'm really, 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 really encouraged, uh, Pam, that you saw that letter. I'm, I'm encouraged that people are seeing it. Uh, this is a really, really important issue. I heard that even even uh, Project Veritas is going to pick this up. So I'm really excited about that. The more people who push this out, I'm, I'm not a glory hound. I'm not looking for fame. So push it out. Push it out. You don't need to hat tip me. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, hey, what, 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 what's, what's it saying? I'm so confident in me. I don't need you to know me. How's that? 
right? I know what we're doing. I know why we're doing it. We're not doing it for me. We're doing it for the future. We're doing it for our children. We're doing it for our country. So you know what? I don't need this. Um, so um, just thank you so much for sharing that letter. Again, again, let me put this up here again. ChrisAnnHall.com. ChrisAnnHall.com. Yes, yes, Wiccan conservative. We love calls to action too, because I think that's what separates this Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal from all other talk shows, right? Because we're not just a talk show. We're a teach show. We're about bringing you solutions and practical things that you can do. By the way, that's what we do at libertyfirstuniversity.com as well. We give you not only the education that you need, but the proactive practical right now solutions. So, hey, let's get to let's get to what we got going on here. Um I have some let, let's start with our with our Instagram moments. How's that? Um I want to make sure I'm just going to let's see. Oh, wow. All right. Let me let me do this a little bit differently. I'm going to make sure I have the right one. I wanted to share this with you. JC can pop in and chime in on this one because this was something that really kind of just kind of set us off. I, I just shared this on Instagram and it's a warning. I'm going to give you a warning. Ready? Are you ready? Snowflake trigger warning. That's like whoop, 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 whoop. Snowflake trigger warning. Check this out. <laughs> JC says, make sure no, nothing knows this snowflake trigger warning. Look at it. I even put it in my Instagram post right there with the little yellow triangle with the exclamation part snowflake trigger warning. This is a summer camp. This is a summer camp flyer that went out from the Palm Valley Church and Camp Tejas staff, right? Summer Camp 2021 by the Palm Valley Church. In order for your child to attend this church, see my little finger quotes if you can't see them because you're here, church, you must agree to prove that you've had a negative COVID, your child, not you, not you, your child has had a negative COVID test within the past 96 hours, a positive COVID-19 antibody, antibody test, or a COVID-19 vaccination card. This quote unquote church is going to engage in the COVID passport propaganda. Uh, this is not a church. This is a pastor pretending to be a Christian and a body pretending to be a church. Just sort of thought I would let you know how you identify a real church from a non-church. Uh, here, what was that? Yeah, yeah, this is not a church. This is a field office for, for the WHO, the World Health Organization. And, and what was it, Jeff Farnsworthy? Is that what he said? You might not be a church if... You have absolutely no faith in Christ whatsoever, and you are doing the government's bidding by forcing your people to be, be vaccinated, right? And your any parent 
who sends their child to this church camp needs to repent and get saved. There you go. That's my public service announcement for today. Ah, I want to, this is, this was a lot of fun today. We, uh, JC and I, you're going to, we're going to get more, hopefully praying. We'll have more for you on this next week or, or this Friday, tomorrow, actually tomorrow. JC and I got to spend time with a candidate for governor of Texas, Don, Don Huffines. Huffines, Don Huffines, candidate for Texas. Um, Don has, what'd you say? Texas, what did I say? Texas governor. Thank you. Candidate for Texas governor, Don Huffines. Now, what you're seeing right now is a picture where, okay, this is not my fault. JC hops up, says, hey, let's do an interview for the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. So I don't have any like, TV makeup on or anything to see me all beautiful like you're used to seeing me. But there we are, throw down interview right there. So what you're seeing is a picture of us getting ready to do that inter of doing that interview. And uh, if it all comes through just fine, we're going to have that for you uh, tomorrow for the show. I got to reconnect. There you go with my good friend, Katrina Pearson. Katrina and I have, uh, Katrina and I have been Liberty Mates now for Oh my goodness, 10 years, 10 years. Katrina started as a Tea Party chair um, in uh, Garland, Texas, and that's how we first met, uh, hashing out Liberty Future plans in her living room. And we got to meet the rest of the, uh, many of the Huffine staff. These are great, great people. And then here is a picture of a rhino head hanging in Mr. Huffine's front office. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. So there you have it. Um, Don Huffines, H-U-F-F-I-N-E-S.com, DonHuffines.com. Let me tell you something. I don't, um, I don't actually, um, JC, um, it's, it's time. It's time for him to go. It's time for him to go. Okay, so um, I don't, you guys know me, I do not endorse candidates, period. I do not endorse candidates. But I will tell you that I sat down. Uh, Mr. Huffines is, is, I think, right now, probably when you take in all the, 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 the funding aspects, the publicity aspects, the backing aspects, Huffines is the top candidate for governor of Texas of this time. This man, with all of this backing that he already has, all the financing that he already has, he sat down and spent over an hour speaking to me and JC. And I, I, I put him through the ringer, guys. Put him through the ringers. And I can tell you, I question him on liberty. I question him on state rights. I question him on... Uh, people's rights, that sort of thing. The, this is not a shallow candidate. Don Huffines gets liberty. He gets states' rights. He gets this. So you make your decision. This is this is not Chris Ann Hall telling you who to vote for. But I'm going to tell you, I have not had a candidate since the governor, a candidate for governor of of Oklahoma, 
who uh, was was Dan Fisher, sit down and actually give me this much, give JC and I this much of his time and give us the opportunity to really question. Number one, that tells me he is confident in what he believes. Number two, he is has depth in what he believes. And number three, he actually has the background, the history to prove that this is what he believes. He was a senator in Texas and voted liberty votes. So listen to the interview tomorrow. Yes, pray with me that we will get it. And uh, we will uh, understand what it is from his own mouth, how this works. So uh, Don Huffines, H-U-F-F-I-N-E-S, donhuffines.com. Not an endorsement, but um, he is... Of all, let me just say this, of all the candidates that I know running for Texas governor right now, this guy is the one who gets liberty, the one who gets states' rights, and the one who has the history to prove that he's not going to flip-flop and just tell you what you want to hear. That's my 10 cents in of it. You do what you want to do, but that's it. And tomorrow... We're going to have that. We'll talk more about it, right? And JC, maybe JC, uh, will will be on at that point to tell us too. Uh, let's see. Oh, all right. So I'm going to share a video with you that has... <clears throat> I saw this. It's one of those things like a car wreck. I watched this, and I actually watched it more than once just to make sure that it wasn't my emotional reaction that was making me see this the way it was. So I watched it so the shock factor would go away. I could actually see it. But I want to share this video with you. Uh, I have, uh, Paula, I have talked to Alan West um, uh, many times. Uh, I am, I have talked to Alan West many times. Uh, when he was a Florida U.S. House rep, and I have talked to him here in Texas. So if that acts, giving you what I just said, if that answers any of your questions, I have spoken at length with Ellen West, both as a U.S. House rep in Florida and a uh, newly planted Texan here. So there you go. Uh, let's see. There, there we go. Sorry, when I'm running this screen like this, it, I told you it's just a little bit different, but here we go. I want you to see this video. Um, there you have it. <clears throat> this video is uh, in New York, New York State Assemblywoman Diane Richardson. Now, what you need to, what I need to do is front load this, is that the media is sharing this video because... It is uh, Assemblywoman Diane Richardson putting a reporter in her place, right? So the bottom line is uh, most of you know about the, or maybe you don't, there are allegations of sexual harassment against the governor of New York. There are criminal allegations against the governor of uh, New York on his treatment of people in nursing homes. And so... 
this particular press conference is not about those things. It's about the co new COVID emergency. Okay. The new COVID emergency is what this press conference is about. But this reporter wants to ask, when are we going to get some updates on the allegations, civil and criminal, against our governor who's standing right there? So I'm going to share this with you because this just, this totally made my head explode. A couple of questions for any of my colleagues. You heard from me. Anything? For uh, Senator Miley and uh, Assemblywoman uh, Richardson, just four months ago, you released a statement uh, about the Attorney General's probe into uh, the governor's sexual harassment allegations, saying that uh, he's not entitled to remain the most powerful office in the state, and by his words and actions, he has directly damaged trustworthy and ability to lead. While the rest of us, Kristen, the women, live in new and more disturbing allegations. So can you address why you're here with today, given that statement? I'm here today with the governor because politics is politics, business is business. And at the end of the day, we have a job to do to show up for the people of the great state of New York. With all due respect, ma'am, that question is inappropriate for the topic of this press conference. As you have heard eloquently put from my partners, as well as the governor, we are in a state of emergency. This is not the time for us to be in our emotions and people's personal endeavors. This is a time for us to be solution-oriented and focused. And what I just said is... Bottom line, do you know what she's saying? We've got an emergency and we can't talk about this, right? How interesting it is that now we have a new COVID emergency in New York and we can't talk about the fact that I just said four months ago that the man standing next to me is not fit for office. You're not allowed to ask these, these, us these questions and question us on why we've done absolutely nothing about these allegations because we're in the midst of an emergency. We're in the midst of an emergency. How dare you ask us about our governor's criminal activity? How dare you ask us about what we're going to do about the fact that we just said four months ago that this man is not fit for office? How dare you? See, this is what ticks me off because it's all about, she's like, politics is politics and emergencies is emergencies. So what you're telling me is that it's only a matter of politics when a governor sexually assaults another human being. When a governor sexually assaults another human being, which could be criminal, is definitely civil, it is a violation of his trust, but that's just political in your book? Come on, people. Come on, people. I don't know. This is this is how this stuff works. And this stuff gets my blood going. Because here's the thing. They're going to be all like, oh, well, she's just like Trump. She's just showing him off. And you're just mad because she's saying what Trump says. No, I shut up. Okay? She stood up there 
By the way, hey, JC, tell me, what the heck is a woman standing up there defending a, a Democrat liberal woman defending a man who is accused of assaulting women? Where's Me Too? Where's Me Too? Yeah, JC's like, Me Too's only about party. Well, maybe that's true because she said, JC, she said, politics is politics, right? That's what she said. Politics is politics, which means I'm not me too because he's my guy, right? That's what we have to do a hashtag. Not me too for my guy. That's what she just said. Politics is politics. So guess what? If you're a liberal Democrat, you can do whatever you want. Uh, because politics is politics and sexually assaulting people is okay when it's, you know, politically your guy. So all I'm saying here is this, you can, whatever. Just look, I'm looking at you guys in the chat room. Does that like really get somebody mad like me? That whole head bob thing is just you know the whole politics is politics and emergencies is emergencies and then she's gonna walk off feeling like she's some kind of champion right because the rest of the political world's like yes sister say on come on the woman just said when politics are in play we don't defend women that's what she just said when politics is in play we don't defend women so i'm just like what the heck what the heck hippo hippo hippos that's what they are hippos we need to we call them rhinos for being Republicans in name only, we need to start adopting the word hippo, right? You're just a hippo because that's what you are, a hippocrite. So I'm going to do my best to play this. Well, maybe this is what I'll do. I'll introduce you to this woman because then first, because, well, I don't think that's going to matter because of the way all of this works. But here we go. I'm I'm going to share this video for you, and then I'm going to introduce you to this woman uh, who is a, well, let me just say, she's a commentator at this point on, on CNN, and this is, listen to what she says about the vaccinations. So let me see. We get this under control and which way we go depends on what we do now when it comes to vaccination, to overcoming disinformation. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. That is what it's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic. So how quickly we get this under control and which way we go depends on what we do now when it comes to vaccination, to overcoming disinformation. And what we
This woman is telling the people and telling the government that we should be bullied into taking the vaccination. This is exactly what's happening. This is exactly what employers are doing. This is exactly what the Biden administration is doing. This is exactly what is happening. They're bullies. Which, by the way, can I just say one more time, is a violation of federal law. I've given you the federal law many times. The federal law that says if a if a drug is a an emergency use authorized drug, meaning it's not been fully approved by the FDA, it is contrary to federal law to coerce people into taking this emergency use authorized drug they call the COVID vaccine. Now this woman, right? You saw her. She is at, yeah, she is advocating. Well, so do the, the she's advocating viol, vi, uh, violating federal law, but so does the Biden administration. So does the Biden administration, the whole place. What do they care? They don't, you know what? I bet there's this, because these people are all about occultist rituals anyway. I bet, you know how football teams or something, they have like the statue they touch on the way out. I bet there's a ritualistic tradition in the Biden administration that now there's a there's a picture or a statue or a or a, a some kind of representation of the Constitution at the beginning at the entrance of every building. And before you enter a building, you have to spit on the Constitution. That would be an appropriate Biden administration ritual. And so let me show you with um we need to um I want I want to show you who this woman is because what you need to know here is who she actually is. Now, this woman is uh Leanna Wen. Okay? Do you catch that? Can you guys can see that, right? Leanna Wen. And I want to thank uh the On Spoon uh podcast on Instagram, the On Spoon podcast for posting this so that I could reach it very easily. But the uh her name is Leanna Wen. Right. She's telling our people that we need to bully people into taking the vaccination. We need to violate federal law to take the vaccination. Here's who she is. She is the past president of Planned Parenthood. She is also born in Shanghai, China. So the COVID virus, which has even been admitted by the Biden administration, has come from China, right? Possibly, allegedly, whatever. And she is the past president of Planned Parenthood. We're supposed to take this woman, according to CNN, as a credible source of information on how to properly proceed with the in, uh, issues of the vaccination. A woman who spent three years of her life 
working for an organization that believes in eugenics and, well, let's just leave it there, eugenics, right? We're supposed to believe this woman, she's supposed to be the new CNN expert, to, we're going to inject our bodies with something that someone who advocates eugenics uh, b- believes in. I mean, I, you know, most people don't even know that, uh, what's his name? Bill Gates is a eugenicist as well. You know, what were you going to say? Margaret Sanger, who is the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a hardcore, over-the-top eugenicist who believed that abortion was the best way to cleanse society of all the, quote, un, this, these are her words, undesirables, right? So the lady who was the president over an organization founded on the platform that we have to cleanse the world of of undesirables, which in Margaret Sanger's viewpoint in was primarily black people. We're supposed to believe this woman. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. This stuff is so surreal to me. This stuff is so surreal to me. I don't even know, how is it that we can get so obvious? How is this stuff so obvious that it's like people don't even see it? How does that, how does that even happen? Well, let me share something with you. That's, what's that, teacher? This might be why Cubans decided to stop fleeing to America and take back their own country. Oh, Yes, sir, JC. I think that's a very good point. JC just said this might be why Cubans have decided to stop fleeing to America and start taking back their own country because they're looking at America and thinking, what the crap? I'm not going there. That's not going to be any better. We've seen the end of that path. If we go there, we're going to end up in the same country we're living in now. Let's fight to keep our own. Seriously, people, when Cubans no longer want to flee and come to America, these are people who were putting themselves on styrofoam cubes to leave an island and cross the ocean to come here. And now they're like, we ain't going to America anymore. Sorry, that ain't going. That ain't going. Oh, JC. We got a, a, a guy, Parker Hardwood Floors, who's never been here before. <laughs> Parker, stop. Oh, okay. All right, let's go. Um, all right, talking about getting obvious, all right? I want to play, how do you say her name? Saki? Psaki? Press secretary, Psaki. I have no idea. You can correct me. I don't care. Saki, Psaki says in a press conference, like I said, I don't think you can get any more, any more um, in your face than what they are until I actually heard this video. So here we go. This is a press conference where uh, press secretary Saki 
says, anyway, I'll let you, I'll let you listen to her. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread uh, that spread disinformation uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook. Uh, that I went ahead and played that twice for you. I almost played it like three times for you. We are flagging Facebook posts. Is that what she said? We are flagging Facebook posts. And your and yeah, let's back that up so you can see that because I'm glad it's got these like little words at the bottom. We are flagging problematic posts for Facebook. And let's back up here. Um, there we go. We've increased disinformation research and tracking within the Surgeon General's office. Tracking. Tracking. We're tracking. We're tracking you. We are tracking you. Are you catching that? We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook. We're tracking your in your posts, your social media posts for disinformation. We're tracking. We're tracking. So let me let me just let me just remind you of something uh, also very important, right? This is this is a story that I covered. I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. I think I covered this earlier this week, this story. Um, tracking, tracking. So this is the Biden administration. Biden allied groups. Let me see how big I can make this for you. Biden allied groups, including the Democrat National Committee, are also planning to engage in fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers. Are you catching that? Work with SMM carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines. So you want to know where all those pop-ups are coming from on social media? They're coming from the Surgeon General. Why your post is getting flagged on social media? Because the Biden administration is telling Facebook which posts to flag. Come on, guys. Somebody needs to capture this video. Where are my people out there, my lawyers out there who love to sue at the federal court level? This is government actors. You can no longer claim that Facebook is a private entity. Let me be very, very clear with you, all right? Because this is Chris Ann Hall here who has been telling you now that we believe this is happening, but as in that famous line from, from that movie, uh, A Few Good Men, right? 
Uh, it doesn't matter what I believe. It only matters what I can prove. And believing that the federal government is controlling Facebook is not grounds for suing Facebook for violating your rights. However, we can now prove that Facebook is an actor for the government, which makes them subject to civil rights lawsuits. Not only that, let me tell you this, Facebook being an actor for government, we can prove it now. It doesn't matter what I believe, it matters what I can prove. We can now prove Facebook is an actor for government. We can sue Facebook for, for civil rights violations. This is also true now. Number two, my lawyers out there who like to sue the federal government, listen up. This little clip should tell you that now you can file injunctive measures against the Surgeon General, against the departments of the Biden administration that are telling Facebook, this private entity, to flag posts. Two federal actions that are now absolutely legally legit suing Fe Facebook for civil rights violations as an absolute actor of the federal government. Number two, injunctive actions against the federal government for using a private entity as their actor. And that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. Look, go ahead. Who, who gave the Surgeon General's office power to monitor yeah. communication? Well, that's the whole what point. The, the Surgeon General does not have the authority to monitor communications. Um, the federal government doesn't have the authority to monitor communications as a whole, doesn't have that authority, much less the Surgeon General. That's why now we have the press secretary. We now have the press secretary. Jen the Psycho. Psycho. <laughs> That's pretty good, JC. Jen Psycho telling us telling us exactly what the government's doing this is this should be all the proof you need i mean seriously if ever and, and i'm not like a perry mason kind of lawyer always looking for that smoking gun but this is as close as you will ever find in real life law hey did you see jc donovan jewett is asking if i put you on timeout because of the rants you made yesterday Okay, uh, let's set the record straight. JC's not on timeout. JC made me sit here by myself. So, and you great. so he made me sit here by myself. So this is, look guys, I don't know what has to happen to make this any more obvious than what it really is. I mean, here's, here's this thing. They're like right out in your face. Right out in your face. So the Surgeon General now part of the Department of Homeland Security? Yeah, maybe the Surgeon General. Well, because we're in, a, JCS is the Surgeon General part of the Homeland Security. Well, here's the thing. Um, because we're in a quote-unquote national emergency, and the quote-unquote national emergency is a quote-unquote virus, then obviously now the Surgeon General is part of the Department of Homeland Security team. Right. And maybe, maybe JC, because they actually believe that the virus came 
from China, it's actually biological warfare on America, then we have to bring in the Surgeon General into the Department of Homeland Security because we need the Surgeon General to be a part of this to keep uh, combat the biological warfare from China. See, this is all, what they do actually reinforces reality. Yeah, yeah, monitoring us. What other agencies monitoring us? Oh, come on, JC. You really going to ask that question? JC says, How many, what other agencies are actually monitoring us? I think it might be easier to make a list of the agencies that are not monitoring us, right? Um, 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 not monitoring. Hmm. Hmm. The Smithsonian? Um, um, mm, you know, maybe it is harder to find the people who are not monitoring us because I don't, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know any, I don't know. Cause I mean, we know that even the department of education has, has a SWAT team. So if the department of education has a SWAT team to collect back payments on student loans, they got to be monitoring people. So even if you're going to go down, I mean, you, the, the Department of Education with a SWAT team raiding people for not paying, you know, for, for not paying their student loans on time. Uh, we know the IRS is monitoring us. Um, by the way, I don't want to like chase a rabbit because we're almost done with the show today. But I want to tell this story, this little story. It's a little short story. It's not something JC was actually standing with me. Um, when it happened, but I didn't say anything because I was, I was really, really irritated uh, with myself and with the surroundings. So we are standing in line, in the TSA line in Seattle, Washington, getting ready to get on, to go through TSA, to get on a plane in Seattle so we can come home. Meanwhile, these little minions are running around the airport trying to get everybody signed up for this program where if you pay the federal government or you pay this company that's working for the federal government, which is actually just, you know, a shadow corporation for the CIA or the FBI or something like that. Uh, they call it clear screen or something. I don't know. You pay this shadow company for the CIA and the FBI 80 bucks a year, then you will be allowed to go through a expedited TSA checkpoint, right? And what you have to do to do this, right? This is what got me because they're running around going, because the line to get on, it, get through TSA was particularly long and people are standing there waiting and they were like, like, like carnival salesmen, right? Come by the clear screen, come by, we'll get you through the line. Just a few minutes. Don't stand in line. Come see us. We'll give you two months of free passage, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I wanted, I wanted to run out of line and stand next to this lady and scream, don't do it. Don't do it. If you sign up for this program, you will give the federal government consent to go into your 
taxes, to go into your finances, to go into your bank accounts, to go into your social media. You, if you sign up for these clear screens, you are giving the government consent to search and seize all your private data and use it against you. Now, obviously, playing devil's advocate, the argument is, Chris Ann, they're doing it anyway. Yes, but they're doing it without my consent. You sign up for this crap. All you do is give them consent and they will never, ever, ever stop. Ever. And I was, I was mad, JC, I was mad at myself. I was mad at myself because I was not the Paul Revere that I needed to be at that time. So maybe I'm just saying this out loud to, to ask your forgiveness today and to put JC on warning. If it ever happens again, I'm not going to shut up about it because I, I just, the poor guy, the really, it looked like the guy's like, oh, okay. And he was like, question, he's like, oh no, one guy took it. One guy took the bait. He's like, oh, I don't know. And maybe he hadn't been in a hurry that day. You know, they had some extenuating circumstances. And he sort of got out of line and then got back in line and then got out of line. And and he got out of line. And he went. And I was like, Chris Ann, you're a terrible sheepdog. You're a terrible sheepdog. You let that wolf take one of the sheep. And I was just, I was very disappointed in myself. So um, I just want you to know, uh, we'll never let that happen again. Never let that happen again. You know, those people should have to give full disclosure, by the way. Um, they should, if they're going to stand up and, and, and hold the, the, the bullhorn and tell people, they should have to say, come get through line faster, but do be aware you will have to waive all your rights for the rest of your life. I mean, seriously. Uh, where are my attorneys out there? That should be something that they are forced to say. You know, I'm just, but once again, I don't know, JC, how, how much more can we do? I mean, people, at some point in time, people have to step up and get their information. People have to step up and, 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 and get educated, get educated, get organized, get activated. All right, guys, um, I think that's going to be the end of the show today. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nomad, I wish I could represent you in a lawsuit. Um, I simply, I don't have it. I, I, I'm, this is, first off, this litigation thing, as much as I enjoy being in the courtroom, is not my mission field at this time. Um, that's what I said. Yeah. Nomad, it's not my... Um, not my mission field at the time. Uh, and there are people who are better suited at being federal litigators than I am. I, I guarantee you better suited at it. So I want to leave this stuff to the experts. I will help. I will be an advisor. I'll be uh, advising counsel to anybody who wants to file these lawsuits. I'll be more than happy to do that. But I can't take the time that it would take. Those things consume lives. That's why people who are dedicated to these things, to the federal lawsuits, are best suited for these things. So thank you so much, guys, for joining us today on the show from here live from Texas, right here from our hotel room to your 
living room, your car, wherever you may be. Truck drivers listening to us, everybody traveling, whatever. Thank you. God bless. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to like. When you share, you help us silence the lies and you help bring truth to light. JC is looking at me like he's got something else to say. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Oh, and please do not forget, do not forget to go to noncompliantmovie.com. Noncompliantmovie.com and watch the the one documentary that you need to watch for the rest of your life to change your life. So thank you so much for joining us today. God bless, and we will see you tomorrow. Every period in history that involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand. When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply. And I just need to know who is willing to stand.